You are welcome to Meza Revelation Ministry, uh, today's podcast. Uh, today is September the 18th, 2020. And in today's podcast, we are discussing the Abraham Accord, an agreement between Israel and Arab nations. Um, there was a ceremony about that agreement where Israel and Bahrain and United Arab Emirates signed an agreement in the signing ceremony in Washington, D.C., in the White House on September the 15th, 2020. In this podcast, we are looking at the prophetic implications of the agreement. The, the agreement is prophetic even by its name, the Abraham Accord. Um, they call it the Abraham Accord because they are saying that um, the agreement is bringing together the children of Abraham. So that's why they are calling it the Abraham Accord. So it's, it has prophetic um, implications um, for that matter. But before we get into that, let's look at the architects and the participants in that agreement. Uh, we'll take the UAE, United Arab Emirates. It's a Gulf nation signing a historic agreement with um, Israel uh, for the first time. And because UAE is involved in this agreement, it is expected that other Arab nations, even including Saudi Arabia, may join the agreement. And the agreement will expand the collaboration between Israel and those nations. What is the prophetic uh, implications of UAE? You have to remember that there's a prophetic puzzle uh, with regard to UAE because UAE is the host of the Abrahamic house uh, that is being proposed by the Pope Francis. By the year 2022, the Pope will have built uh, three houses in Abu Dhabi, UAE, one for Muslims, one for Christians, and one for Jews, in the hope of bringing the three faiths together to promote interfaith relationship that will enhance one world religion. My students of prophecy know that when they talk about one world religion, they are talking about a global religion that will be used by the Antichrist. And therefore, uh, it is in preparation for the coming of the Antichrist. And as a host of the Abrahamic house, UAE is prophetically important as a nation. And lo and behold, UAE is in Washington, D.C. on September 15, 2020, signing another agreement that has an Abraham in it, the Abraham Accord. 
So UAE is the host of the Abrahamic House. It is also a signatory to an agreement called the Abraham Agreement. The second actor is uh, Benjamin Netanyahu signing the agreement, the Abraham Accord, for and on behalf of Israel. Um, there's a prophecy about Netanyahu that um, was given by Reba Kaduri. He said that it would be in Netanyahu's time that the Israeli uh, Messiah will come. And because of the recent political conditions in Israel, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu will be in office until 2021, I believe in November 2021. So if the Messiah is coming, the Messiah will have to come based upon Kaduri's prophecy uh, before this time. At the time we are making this uh, video, uh, there is speculation that the Israeli Messiah is around and some rabbis are in consultation uh, with him in Israel. I'm not sure whether it's true or not, but Netanyahu is prophetically uh, important in this agreement, uh, being the Prime Minister of Israel and who is leading Israel um, to sign this historic agreement. The next actor is President Trump himself, being the host of the agreement and the main catalyst um, behind that agreement. He has been regarded as a Zaros, uh, symbolizing the role he's playing in the Middle East, principally in moving U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And he's also credited uh, with um, this accord, the Abraham Accord, um, Gary Kushner, who is his own son-in-law, the son-in-law of President Trump, has been instrumental in this agreement uh, at the instance of President uh, Trump. Uh, the question we are asking is, uh, what will happen to the Abraham Accord after the November elections? We are not predicting who will win the American election in November 2020. The question we are asking is, will the Abraham Accord um, live beyond um, 2020, November 2020? Uh, should uh, there be a shock um, with regard to um, President Trump um, winning or not winning the American election uh, in November 2020. Um, the Abraham Accord is also important uh, because it talks about the children of um, Abraham. As you are aware, Abraham had two wife, um, had a wife, uh, Sarah, and also had um, a maid. And his son, Isaac, is from uh, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, at the time that she didn't have a child, uh, suggested that Abraham have a child by Hagar, the maid, and, and that happened. And the Abraham Accord is bringing the children of Abraham together, but there's no mention of 
uh, Jesus Christ in that agreement, uh, who Jesus Christ is, is from the tribe of uh, Judah, uh, from Jacob, and from Isaac. And if you look at uh, Paul's writing in Galatians, particularly Galatians chapter 4, verse 28, uh, Paul is saying that Isaac is the real son of promise, spoken of uh, in the Bible, and he's the son of promise with regard to the, the, the promises that God gave to um, Abraham. The question we are asking is, where is Jesus Christ in the Abraham Accord? Uh, in other words, the Abraham Accord, is it for Christ or is it Antichrist? To the extent that it doesn't mention Jesus Christ at all, uh, shows that uh, it is not for Jesus Christ. Of course, uh, as you are aware, during the ceremony where American Embassy uh, was um, moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, there were prayers that were being said by no other pastor than Pastor John Hagee. And I watched a video of the prayers and Pastor John Hagee did not mention the name of Jesus Christ uh, during the prayers at all. And Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu did not mention the name of Jesus Christ in his speech. And so here we have an Abrahamic house that is going to be built in UAE, bringing all religions together. And we also have an Abraham Accord in Washington, D.C., bringing uh, the children of uh, Abraham uh, together. But the Bible is very clear that no one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God. Uh, he is the master of salvation and our faith. And without him, there's no salvation. And so this is how I look at the Abraham Accord. Uh, it is an accord that doesn't have any standing um, as far as the promises uh, uh, given by the Messiah is concerned. And the Abraham Accord, um, some people also regard that as um, a covenant relating to Daniel 9.27, where the Antichrist uh, is prophesied to um, sign an agreement in the future between Israel and many nations. And in the middle of it, um, the Antichrist will uh, break that agreement. In, if that is the case, if this uh, Abraham Accord is related to the um, Antichrist agreement in Daniel 9.27, then it means that we are in the last days. First of all, the Abraham Accord is supposed to bring peace in the Middle East. And is it the peace that is essential to trigger the Ezekiel War? In chapter 38 and 39 of the book of Ezekiel, it is prophesied that 
there will be a war where powers, including Iran, Russia, and Turkey, will invade Israel. It will happen at a time when there is peace in Israel. And the Abraham Accord is supposed to bring peace between Israel and the neighbors. Is that the peace that will be required to trigger the Ezekiel war um, that will be in Israel? Uh, secondly, we also have to look at what Paul said in the book of uh, the book he wrote to the Thessalonians that when they say peace and security, then there will be sudden destruction. And in Washington, D.C., on September 15, 2020, all the participants, the actors in the agreement were talking about peace and security, peace and prosperity. And so it's a prophetic statement when they say peace and prosperity, peace and security, then there is sudden destruction. Uh, is that the case? Is it is it a prophetic event? Is it going to... Uh, the peace agreement between Israel and the Arab um, neighbors, is it going to trigger the sudden destruction as prophesied in, uh, in the Bible? Is it going to trigger the Ezekiel war as prophesied in chapter 38 and chapter 39 of the book of Ezekiel? We have to remember that the Abraham Accord um, is similar to the Daniel covenant, as both of them uh, involve a covenant with Israel. Um, if the Abraham Accord is part of the Antichrist covenant in Daniel 9.27, then we should know that we are very close to the end of the world because Daniel Covenant 9.27 is a covenant that will be signed in the 70th week, the last week um, left for the end of the world, or the last seven years left for the end of the world. So prophetically, this is how I see the Abraham Accord as raising a lot of prophetic questions and also laying groundwork for prophetic events that will unfold, that will trigger uh, the rapture and the tribulation. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is the time for you to do so. Thank you. Thank you.